3: Hi, guys, and welcome back to the Blues Focus podcast. Before we get into today's podcast, I'd just like to give a big shout out to our current patrons. And if you'd like to join these names in the brand new Blues Focus Hall of Fame, uh, you can join our Patreon page for just £1 a month. So I think that's it's a bargain if you ask me. Uh, but, you know, perks included uh, will be monthly giveaways and early access to guest pods. The link will be in the description anyway for our uh, Patreon packages and um, you can see what takes your fancy there. Well, that's enough from me. Let's get straight into today's Blues Focus podcast. Thank you for joining us as always.
1: Hello and welcome to Blues Focus podcast with me, your host, John Graham. Once again, many thanks for taking the time to download this pod uh, and feel free to look us up on on YouTube, subscribe, leave comments. Uh, We do like to hear your comments so we can debate them on future shows um and today a little bit of a change up i've got as ever we've got tom oxland with me tom how are you mate good thanks mate you yeah very well yeah good. okay uh sort of getting there uh, and uh paul Hipkiss from Tilton uh, tilt talk show
0: paul how are you mate i'm good thanks john mate yeah not too bad under the circumstances you know
1: yeah well um we'll, we'll, we'll try and be as upbeat as we can but i think that could be quite a bit of a tall order given uh yeah, sort of back to square one on Saturday.
3: Support for today's Blues Focus podcast is brought to you by none other than Manscaped. Manscaped specialised in all your below the waist grooming needs. One, they've only just recently landed in the UK, so you could be first one of the first men in the country to even try out their products. So uh, get looking at them now. They're definitely big in other countries and they've finally dropped in the UK. I think many people can say, you know, we've gone years without using the right tools for the job. So uh, it's about time we started using the right tools for the job to avoid accidents. I'm sure we've all had uncomfortable moments um, in situations like that that we'd rather not share. But to avoid those moments, why not invest in specialised precision tools to get the job done correctly? They've recently launched the Lawnmower 3.0, which I actually have um, here with me right now to show you. There you go. There it is in action. Got a little torch. I think the the torch is an interesting feature. I don't think I've ever seen anything like that on uh, an electrical trimmer before. So um, no, it's it's definitely um, it's definitely different. And you know, you, you get a docking station with it and stuff, and um, plenty of little fittings you can have on the top of the trimmer it's it's charged last up to 10, like 90 minutes uh, so you know if you uh, if you're a bit bored in a blues game then go go shave your uh, lower regions for the full 90 minutes i mean we are that bad so it wouldn't surprise me if somebody did um it's waterproof so um if you wanted to take it in the shower that's not a problem it's not gonna blow up on you or fail or anything uh, so you're covered there They've also upgraded to a seven thousand RPM motor with a quiet stroke technology, like I mentioned earlier. You know, smooth, quiet, makes things a lot easier. It's not. It's not just for below the waist grooming, really. It can be for body grooming in general. But you know, I, that's. I feel like that as a whole definitely sells itself as a unique trimmer. So I'd I'd highly recommend it, having tried it myself. So it's it's definitely worth a go anyway and you know if you buy one of their packages you get plenty of other little gifts such as this wash bag um some uh, some toner and some deodorant and whatnot and um the docking station obviously i mean they even do t-shirts in boxes and stuff like that if you're really interested in the fashion side of things to be fair their clothes are quite comfy having uh, also tried them myself um, but no, I haven't, I haven't seen all that. If you are interested, then to get 20% off plus free shipping, use the code BLUESFOCUS20 at manscaped.com. And there you are, sorted. You can uh, have a nice little trim wherever that may be, but obviously it is specialized in certain areas. But you know, whatever suits you, give it a go. So uh, just to recap there, that's 20% off plus free shipping using the code BLUESFOCUS20. So let's uh, let's get into the podcast. So,
1: um, Paul, as as you're the guest, um, ju- yep. just in- initial thoughts when when you saw the team sheet at, at two o'clock on on Saturday.
0: Um, I thought, well, you know, we're going through at the back here. Obviously, three three five two. Uh, it's good to see. It was good to see Hogan and Djokovic together again. But it's kind of like a bit pointless without the wingers, isn't it, if I'm honest, and why I don't know what he what he's got against four four two. Um, but he just won't play, will he, no matter what? Um, but yeah, I thought, you know, Barnsley are having a good season. They're on a good run. I think they'd won at the time. I think it was six on the trot, and obviously it's now seven. So I could kind of understand the methods to a, to a degree, but I wouldn't say I was, you know, kicking and screaming when I saw the team. Um, but at the same time, you know, you, you, you like to think that we're going to go against anybody in this league and, and it's, take the game to them like we did at Reading. But yeah. we haven't really seen what we saw at Reading since we since we played Reading. Have we really?
1: <laughs> no. no, no, absolutely not. No, and, and I, th- I think I think all that is more than fair. Um, Tom, what, what what did you think when you saw it?
3: Do you know, what? that's actually a really good point to be honest on the Reading thing. I don't think any of us have seen a dominant performance since that game at all. Not even the wins we've had since then. Um, but no, like like you like you said, Paul, I was actually really happy with the two up front, but then. You know, well, what's the what's the point when there's no wingers, especially for Juki's sake? Anyway, um, I think you know Hogan's work rate was was good as ever, but there, there was just there was no in that lineup there was no creativity or supply. You know, you take out Halilovic, there goes the creativity sense of it. Um, to be honest. <sighs> Supply-wise, you, you take out Beller and Sanchez. Yeah, there's there's no crosses coming in the box. But in fairness, Sanchez missed a sitter when he came on. But we'll get on to that. Um, I think the back three. I, I've never been a fan of three at the back or five at the back. It's just uh, I've only ever seen Blues work once, and that was Preston away, really early on in the season. But you yeah. know, they they lost like what eight or nine home games on the spin at that point. So. I, th- I think we came away lucky with that one anyway. So I just, I don't see the point in trying it anymore. I remember when we used to do it on a Zola and it was just vile. It was just vile. <laughs> so I've never yeah. wanted blues to go five or three at the back ever. To be honest, I much prefer a more solid and classic four four two, but like you say, he just doesn't seem to try it. But I suppose it was nice to see Valerie get a little bit of a run out, and it was probably his best performance yet. But it still wasn't anything special. Uh, it was just hard to take any positives really from. I think.
0: I, I think. For. I think for me, one positive is that we, we didn't do too bad. The first half, you know, it was fight ball, wasn't it? It was your typical mm. championship game. Harley Dean was close with that header, wasn't he? Um, yeah. I, th- I thought it was in, but unfortunately, it wasn't. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, we're just not posing enough threat to the opposition. And rumor has it that John Surratt is still stuck in Reading. I think because we've we seen him sing. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's turned it. up since. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I, I, I think from from my point of view with the with the starting eleven. Um, I mean, again, you know, you're sort of, you're scratching your head with Jake Clark Salt not being in that team. Um, I, I just don't understand it at all. Yeah. Um, And then what, one thing that has always worried me, not just about Karanka, but in general, if you're basing, he's he's obviously been absolutely transfixed on what Barnsley can do to us. And he's picked a team around that. That's yeah. it. We forget everything else that we've done. Forget the three games where we've looked to, you know, we've had a couple of wins we played okay. Even even the Norwich game, we played well for 60 minutes. There's been yeah. lots of positives. And he's gone, right, fuck that. That's then. This is now Barnsley, six on the spin. I'm going to shut up shop. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to take out players that... And let's just... And I'll talk about what he, what he said after the game in a minute. Bella Sanchez, five assists both this season, right? He's taken them both out of the team the next one is three assists and that's dukevic yeah. and after that you're looking at twos and ones so <clears throat> how and, and and you know he says he's going there to win the game he never he never sets a team out not to win a game and you know not going to dispute that but how can you win a game if you're taking all of your threat out of the team mm, it makes absolutely no sense yeah. whatsoever so he's mm. gone right these are better than us I'm going to get every every single person behind the ball I can including Djokovic I'll just leave Hogan pretty much isolated up top and we're going to shut him down that's how mm. we're going to play against mm. Barnsley so mm. so as we go into that first half um Tom what what were your thoughts with the way that we 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 started and how it sort of played out in that first half
3: do you know what? I, I wasn't even that forced to be honest. I, the the first half, I thought we were okay. Um, like you say, you know, we had that Harley Dean chance, um, which we were unlucky not to get anything from. But that was virtually it. However, I thought we really contained Barnsley. So from a defensive point of view, it was great. Uh, going forward, not so great, but better than Barnsley. So. I, you know, I don't think you kind of pay much attention when you're slightly the better side. No side was really great, um, yeah. but it, we were certainly we we certainly looked more likely anyway. Um, mm. So I think that was kind of what I suppose clouded what on other days we might call a poor poor first half, really. Yeah. Um, but overall, we we contained an informed side, so it wasn't too bad. But it still lacked any attacking venom whatsoever. But it was just your classic, your classic kind of scrappy championship match. So um, no, I think it was. So it it was just a half that we've seen from Blues before this season. Nothing special, but kind of did the job. And then you kind of expect to build on that in the second half, but unfortunately we didn't really, did we? So, no, no, no. So Paul,
1: <laughs> do you, do you think that that's just a? You know, you 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 sort of briefly touched on the first half. Do you, do you just think that's just uh Crank, uh, crank, squat. Happy with that?
0: Yeah. Performance. Um, <laughs> it, well, he can't be coming away happy. I would say. I mean, did I will you say that the Edbridge, first half? At first half, well, I, I don't think Everidge did anything in the whole game other than put the ball out the net. Did he? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, that's one thing I want to say, and I think you've got to give credit to the finish for that goal. It was a great strike, but you know, that's 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 the only thing that won the game for him, wasn't it? Really. I mean, would we have been as disappointed if it was nil nil? Um, we'd have probably been saying, you know, we've come away from a place there where they've won six on the truck, you know, and we've, we've managed to get a point. But I'm just thinking in my head here now. I mean, we've gone from signing Barnsley's captain and people keep saying to me how far we've fallen since we won the League Cup. I'm talking four years now since we signed Mark Roberts, their captain. And now we're like setting up to, to fear them on their own patch four years later.
1: Yeah. Well, and, and, and you know what? I think that, The appointment they made with their manager, and and I'd probably, you know, straw poll of 100 people, if they'd ever heard of the manager uh, before he got appointed, I would say, you know, if one knew he is, I'd be surprised. So, I mean, you've got to say 100% Fair play for pulling this guy out of God knows where. The bloke was playing yeah. in the
3: Champions League last season. He was managing a squad in the Champions League last season. That's mental to think that he's gone from that to Barnsley. Yeah. But but, that, that is the quality they've brought in, essentially. But, but,
1: but I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. Who, who is he managing?
3: Um, Oh, God, right. Is, is um, it just like a... It is one of those unknown sides, but yeah. they did actually get to um, the... Uh, Oh, I think it was either the quarterfinals or the round of 16. I think it's a Belgium side. Okay. Don't like a game track.
1: or someone like that.
3: Um, I think it was like, it might have been cass Upen or uh, somewhere like that. Um, okay.
1: But, but I mean, regardless, it, it, it's an appointment that there they were, well, I mean, they stayed up by the skin of their teeth last season, but actually played some okay football towards the end to stay up. And they've obviously got brought this guy in. He hasn't had any money to spend, as far as I can see. And he's just got the players playing to a system. And I can promise you, he won't be chopping and changing at all. Like our manager, he, he seems to be 100%. This is me. This is how I play. I try and get it down a bit. I mean, we completely nullified them. But to be honest, when you play nine defenders, effectively, most sides are going to struggle to break you down. They just are. You know, it's, it's, just, the way, yeah. it's just the way that it is. Um, so, so for for Karanka, you know, mission accomplished first half, uh, and yeah, I mean, I, do, do you know? What? I don't know what would have happened if Harley Dean had scored that goal. <laughs> I, I just, you know, it, I, I mean, I'd like to think that.
3: I think it finishes one-one.
1: Yeah, but we couldn't have shored up, could we? We couldn't, you know, because we we can't do that. So I don't even know what would have happened if he'd have scored that. But you know, it was a it was a massive chance. But what what is? I just think it's sad now that. The amount of passing. I mean, I've never seen head tennis like it ever. In a game of football, I've never, ever seen so many. I mean, one after the other headers. It was an absolute embarrassment. It was an embarrassment. (laughs) You know, it's not even Sunday League. No. So, so, you know, it's like we've come to a point where you get nine behind the ball and just smash it as far as you can. That's Mm. it. That's where we're at. And you know, you've got players there. What was Dean five million, Roberts four million? You know, you could go through the whole side. You've got players that have been paid in, in, in yeah, you know, in comparison to Barnsley, a shitload of money for. And it's yeah. just smash it, just get rid of it, just smash it. We're all right to Barnsley, get rid of it. Yeah. So that's where we're at now. But okay, mm-hmm. and, and I know and I'm not gonna probably will contradict myself a little bit, but after the first half, I think mean, the only thing you can say it was solid. You know, we are solid without being. We were, in my view, never going to score. But mm. in, in in fairness, probably they didn't look like scoring. So, Paul, when you going into the second half, what what, what were your expectations? What did you think of the performance?
0: Um, I thought, well, I was hopeful that we could nick it. You know, another 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 Sheffield Wednesday, another one 0 Maybe get one of them diagonal balls into the box when, when, especially when Sanchez and Bella did come on. I think the problem is with Sanchez and Bella. If you want to give them a rest. You haven't really got anybody else to come in, have you? And play as a winger that's done anything for us. I mean, you've got Lecco and you got who else have we got? That's it, and it Lecko's the only other winger we've got natural winger that you Na- play
1: natural on winger. left or right. Natural. I mean, I mean, I I, I think there are players uh, you know, I would put McGree in there as somebody that I think could I think he could do a job anywhere because he just seems to me a good footballer. That's yeah, that's what I've seen. Forgot, forgot and, all about and, it. And, and he's just he's just pissed him off. I I just don't
3: dunno. Don't I've been I'm, saying for weeks I want him back in the squad.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. Sorry, Paul, I, I digress.
0: No, that's okay. Uh, you, you touched upon Preston away, Tom, earlier, and McGreen in that game was excellent. He got the, oh, the first wow. goal and he played really well in that game, didn't he? Yeah, he was fantastic, um,
3: especially first half.
0: So, yeah, I mean, you've got to give players a run of games to, to, to build confidence and, and we just don't seem... I mean, he's done it more lately. He's stuck to the same team, you know, over the last few games, but it was kind of like wholesale changes again on Saturday, wasn't it? And for me, yeah. if we'd have took the game to him, but... Locker safe, Bella and Sanchez have got any issues whatsoever that they had to have a rest. Then you, you've got Jonathan Lecco to come in, who for me has been a big disappointment so far. I know he's only cost a million quid, but I'm hoping, you know, that he's got something about him and eventually we'll see it, you know, because the lad's clearly got ability, but he's just not quite, it's not quite happened for him, has it yet?
1: No. But, but the worry is, Paul, and, and, you know, it's just sprung to mind and it probably tells its own story. We signed a young kid from Man City, players yeah. wide. We haven't yeah. seen him. We nah. haven't seen him because, nah. you know, he's been brilliant training with the first team. So they chuck him in the under 23s. And okay, he's not Jude Bellingham. But Jude Bellingham last season kept us up. If you look back now in yeah, isolation, yeah. he kept us up. No yeah. two ways about it. What was he, 16? Yeah. So there's sort of a blueprint to say, do you know what? If you play somebody with a bit of pedigree and this lad from Man City, he's not going to be shit, is he? No, mean, so. he can't be shit. I no. just defy anybody to tell me that. I've never seen him play, but if you're – I think he was a city for a number of years and, you know, would have been the best coach in the best facilities, the best of everything, can he come and do a job against Barnsley? I don't think that's beyond the pale, is it? No. I, I don't think it is. I think I think there's every chance he could have probably done a job. So, But the thing is, and to your point, Paul, it's like, who have we got? Well, we have got him, but we've all forgotten about him because we brought him, and it's just like, you know, it's another McGree,
0: it's another Tarelli. They just disappear. It's mm. just fucking mental. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. I mean, we've let Marabti and Magoma go recently, and I know Magoma's sort of on the wrong side of 30 now, but would he be on yeah. you, you bring him off the bench, you know, keep him for another season, bring him off the bench. <laughs> you know, I know he wasn't the greatest player in the world, but my God, he'd give everything he got for us, and he did some good things, and... For me, you know, I, I think. I mean, Koeftenberg as well recently leaving. And, you know, it's, it's all well and good letting players go if you've got players good enough to come in and replace them. But I don't think we have.
1: No, no. no. And and again, you know, it's it sort of... I mean, I again, don't, don't know what the wages are, but let's say it's circa 20k a week for San Jose. He's gone. He's out. He's bombed him. He completely yeah. bombed and I'm not saying he should play, but we bomb him out now... Kifton Bell, at the maximum, would have been on eight grand a week. Maximum. Yeah. yeah, And we've got rid of him to get him off the wage bill. And you're just yeah. like, he was absolutely part and parcel. Above... He'd been our
3: best player for weeks.
1: Yeah, he yeah. was. He, uh, weeks, yeah. wasn't he? We were shit. We were absolutely shit for weeks and weeks and weeks. And he brought him in from nowhere. And, and I was like, that's a bit random. You know, I'm glad he's brought him in. But I don't know what. And then, then he did that for... At the four at the back with two two in front, which was Sunuichi and Kiftenbelt. And like it or not, I mean, we'll talk about Sunuichi in a minute. But it, it you know they it was a good system. And then you got the three in front, and then the one, and it and it and it worked, and we played really well for a couple of games. Yeah. And Kiftenbelt played against Watford, and we were nil nil, and he got booked with I think it was about forty minutes gone, and he probably could have gone in the second half, so he gave him the hook. and then we lost one nil. And then after that, it went again. He didn't play him. And and I just and then he sold him or oh, no mm. that's, he didn't sell him he gave him away, so mm. yeah I, I agree you know we, we've let players go that it, it's always that what the the mantra of managers is we'll bring people in that can improve the squad and we do it the other way we get rid of players that were fucking brilliant for the squad and get shite in yeah. it, it, it's like I, I, you know it, it's it's the like the total opposite of what what we should be doing Tom what, what did you think of the second half just just you know.
3: Just to quickly touch upon those those players we've just mentioned, Keith Beld, I mean, Robert has already said he was shocked that he was available for free. Um, you know, I, I think he was- would be as any championship manager, especially having been our best player for weeks. And that was a massive mistake. And Keith Beld made San Jose look like a half-decent centre-back and Sanjit looked like a decent passer of the ball. That's, that's what he brought to the team. Yeah. Marabti. When he played at Stryker last season, he actually looked better than half the strikers we've seen play for Blues this season. So, I mean, there was a player there that could have been developed on despite possible fitness issues. And Magoma, I think he still had at least one or two seasons left in him, despite being obviously the other side of 30. You know, you look at what he's doing in the Indian Super League now. I think he's won Player of the Month, like what, twice? Um, you know, he's been on fire, but even when he did play last season, he still had a bit to give. Um, mm. the work rate was there to be honest. I actually thought Magoma got better as he got older. It was quite, it was quite weird because yeah. when he first turned up at Blues under <clears throat> Rowett, I, I did not like him. I, I just, I really wasn't a fan. Um, I thought he was a lot more lazy and just too kind of skilly, didn't really actually have an effort on goal. And then as he got older, he started shooting a lot more, and it, it worked out for us. Um, So, no, it was a shame to see him go for pennies as well. So, um, yeah, Yeah. and then you you look at the second half and you think we could really do with players like that Um, because the current crop just aren't delivering and they did not deliver in that second half whatsoever. I think we were all positive to see Bella and Sanchez come on earlier than he's normally made subs, which was great. Did they do much? No. Um, Did they bring us a bit more forward? Yes. Yes. and then obviously Sanchez, I, I think he'll be having nightmares for um, how he struck that ball at the end of the second half, because I'm sat there thinking I could have done 10 times better with that strike myself um, than, than he did. But I, I think that just shows the confidence really of, of taking a player out of the squad when he's been in it so regularly. And you can see the frustration on some of the players when they're taken out, particularly characters like, you know, Scott Hogan. I mean, whenever he's subbed, he's furious. Um, whenever he's not in the team, he's frustrated. Um, and to be honest, I, I know he's not been fantastic this season, but um, he, he has to keep playing now because he's our top scorer. So it's the only place we can look for goals. But he isn't going to score goals if if he hasn't got the supply for it. You no. never know if Beller or Sanchez was on the pitch for the first half, we might have scored. Like right. Mm. there's no Tom,
1: on honestly you put you put hogan <laughs> in the current brentford team he's getting 20 goals a season promise you 100% it, yeah yeah
0: definitely
1: it will, it, you know you don't become a shit striker over it, it doesn't it just doesn't happen and when we've actually given him some supply which is limited you know he he he's he's got goals for us so I just don't. What you know? What potentially could happen? Let's worst case scenario: we get relegated. He ain't going to stay because he'll walk into a Championship side, and he will get twenty or twenty-five goals a season. He gets twenty goals a season for Barnsley because actually try and play football. Yeah. So I, I, I just, I, and just talking about you know, the manager after the game, and if we say right, he went there to shut up shop. He went there to get a point. So where I'm really struggling, they scored in forty-ninth minute right mm. and then he made his first sub 70 minutes
3: that's yeah. a lot he of one time down. wasted
1: we're 1-0 down and by his own admission i think he's take he hasn't played the two players that have, that have set up more goals than anybody else in the team by a country mile it's earlier
3: he's, than the 85th minute like it you know, usually know is but,
1: but, it, <laughs> but it, it, it's like i'm not going to make a change and he said it because they still carried a threat we're 1-0 down I don't you he didn't know, have I don't a shot on to, target. What I,
3: fucking threat is he on about? I
1: know. We, we, you know, he's like, oh, they're a good team, and and I think it was because you go from complete negative football, and he's probably thinking, well, if I can, if I just stay like this, they're not going to get another. <clears throat> but I don't think he seems to appreciate the predicament we're in, and you know, with Kov in, it's it, it's getting to the point now where. Rotherham get any sort of form. We're fucked. That's it. Yeah. We are.
3: Just quickly yeah. on his post-match comments, actually. Um, the only probably sane comment he actually made was about Rotherham. And I think he's completely fair and justified. I know a lot of people, you know, were just saying, oh, he's clutching at straws. But I think it's a genuinely fair point. I'm not saying, you know, it, it kind of changes the look of the performance because it doesn't. It was awful in the end. But what he said about Rotherham, you know, they, they keep cancelling fixtures and if they're replaying them towards the end of the season, you know, the teams they're replaying will already know where they're going to finish. They ain't going to give a shit about a replay. Rotherham are going to be going into that replay like, right, we need three points to stay up. The other team will be like, oh, we already know where we're finishing. Makes no odds to us. So, you know, obviously there'll be the element of professionalism, um, but you could look at it as a sense that their games, Rotherham could really, really win. Because the replays could come so late. I think, what, is it like six games they've called off this season now? And they're three behind. They're probably going to end up four behind us. Um, and it's not good enough. I really don't think it's fair or good enough. It doesn't justify how shit we are, but it's certainly not fair on us. And I think it, it could have a bigger impact than people realise. You know, I mean, yeah.
0: I, I, Sorry, John. No, go on, Paul. I was just going to say, oh, we've got ourselves in this situation. Nobody else. You know, you yeah. you relegated over 46 games. And let's be honest, we've been flirting with it now for years. The best part of the last seven, eight years, more or less. What is it, two or three of the last sort of seven, eight seasons? We've gone to final day relegations, you know. Yeah. We stayed up on the last day. Um, and just on your point there, Tom, I think back to Huddersfield at home when Harry was our manager and they changed the whole team, didn't they? Because they had the playoffs coming up. And that, yeah. kept us, that, that, <laughs> that practically kept us up then. That can you happen. Know, so it can happen. <laughs> it can work in your favour as well. So for me, it's just nothing short of shocking, really, that where we are with the, with the squad we've got, you know, I, I just think it's shocking where we are I really doing. I think we should be doing so much better with yeah. the squad that we've got. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say it's a fantastic squad, but it's certainly good enough to be higher up the league than what it is. I yeah, I mean, I, I, think, I, I, I personally don't think that that's a... <clears throat>
1: at this moment in time, a top six squad. I think it's definitely you know, right. mid-table.
3: Yeah. Certainly 14th. Yeah, it's,
1: it's, it's, it's mid-table. <clears throat> but again, I just don't I d- I don't understand with Hlilovic, who has been the one slight light at the end of the tunnel, who started the move to, for the goal against Sheffield Wednesday. He scored himself to, to beat QPR. And we're now 1-0 down, away to Barnsley. The game yeah. needs somebody to do something, and he yeah. doesn't bring him on. Now, yeah. I don't. I just don't understand how Leco's a better option. I don't understand how Cosgrove's a better option. I'll give him Sanchez and Bella. But even mm-hmm. then, I'd say, well, he's been saying that Sanchez has got a groin problem all week. So if he's got a groin problem, he's not fit. Don't fucking play him. Keep him, mm. Keep him in the back. Don't play him. And then just use the guy that has proven that he's head and shoulders above everybody else in the team. And, and yeah. this is and this is where <clears throat> this whole don't go to lose games, you know, I can't believe we didn't have any shots on target. Well, the two guys that have like been involved in more goals than anybody else, he's kept on the bench for the line share of the game. So you can't say that he's gone there with winning intent when the players that give him the winning setup on, on the pitch. Yeah. Mm. So so now it's, it, it's <clears throat> excuse me. It's not so much. I, I want to say we, we're shit, blah, blah, blah. He, the man over the last few weeks now, he has been culpable for shit substitutions, poor team selection and, and he just goes on and on and on. So, whether the squad is good enough or not, I think becomes mm. irrelevant because he ain't picking, you know, Jake Clock's alter. I mean, what the fuck is going on? You well, can't tell me he ain't better than Dean, Friend, and fucking Roberts. I just not. I have think it Dean's it. the worst no, that personally. definitely, defensively. Well, anyway. But, you know, the, the, one, the one thing I would say about Dean, and I know, I know I've, I've dug him out on many, many, many occasions. Uh, he, he, you know, he keeps getting thrown in the firing line, and th- again, when you put him in a three, it gives him even more license to be a shit house because he just hasn't got to take responsibility. He, mm. he just wanders around. He's the best he attacking defender. He does spend more time,
3: have, but he's not. He's not the best. Yeah, well, I'm not surprised because sure, yeah.
1: he's playing fucking number ten. He does <laughs> have, he, <laughs> You know, he's the best ten we've got. He's the best ten we've got. You know, Rob, Roberts and the throw-ins are the most ineffectual long ball in the history of football. How many, how many have ever come off? We keep doing it. Gets them into good it. areas, in concert.
3: fairness. Just no one ever fucking wins the
0: Adder. I know, I know but they're all up we there. they there. John, we need Kevin Francis back for them throw-ins. Mate,
1: honestly, anyone, anyone, a fucking pesky leader, a bit more fucking headers than we are. like Five foot nothing. Like, honestly, <laughs> it, 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 it's... And, and Tom, you made the point about Valerie, and I, 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 don't, I don't, certainly as a wing-back, you know, he uh, he's worried me as a full-back. I, I just think he's been bereft of, of, of game time at Southampton. So playing him as a wing-back, he, he doesn't have as much responsibility. I thought he was OK. I actually thought Harper was all right. Yeah. In fairness, I, 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 I well, you, Tom certainly knows my thoughts on him. I just think he's a, a yeah. very, very good yeah, footballer. Me too. Um, yeah, Anybody know what Sunyuk's got to do to get the pull? Anyone? I mean, I mean, I'll ju- not just to you. So, if anybody listening to this can give just three words
0: of why Sunyuk should ever wear the fucking shirt again, please, please tell me. We've got to bear in mind he cost us six and a half million as well. I oh, know. <laughs> you have to take that into account, don't you?
3: And that's just because oh, he looked good on YouTube. Bear in mind. So I'm I
0: mean, time we've got. <laughs> he doesn't now. <laughs>
1: mm.
3: Yeah, be hard to get any clips from his time. clues no, <laughs> other than Derby away and Cardiff away for a few, you know, long shots that we lost both games in. By the way, um, you know that that's all you can really pull up, to be honest, isn't it? But but
1: but even if you know, I'd rather have a Gardner, a Harper, and a San Jose as a three because it's got a better blend. Because at least San Jose can actually pass the ball. He can't run. Well, granted, but if you've got two with him that can run, but what you got mm. with Sand, what you got with with um, Sunyich is literally nothing, it n- mm. doesn't
0: bring anything apart from I the other the, guard. I think the best he was playing this season was when he was with Coyston wasn't it? Yep, totally yeah, totally, totally agree with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he is
3: yeah, a shit. That, that's it, that's all that needs to and, be and, said. And,
0: and, coming, and coming back to your point on Clark Salter, I think the best Dean's played as well is when yep. he's with Clark Salter, yeah. Yeah, and, and then what I'm, does he do? He he, 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 he gets rid of Coughth and Bowd, and then we don't see Clark Salter on Saturday either. So it's it is a strange one. It definitely the thing, is a strange one. Thing is, Paul. I mean, it, it's like I don't I don't think
1: it, it ain't rocket science, is it? If not, I, I, I reckon if you spit if you spoke to the lion share of Blues fans, they'd probably come up with pretty much the same team. Just say yeah. four four two. That's it. I tell, I tell not well, I'm not really. Four, I'm not really bothered about four four two because I, at the moment I don't know who I'd play with Hogan. I mean, obviously we've signed um,
3: Cosgrove. Cosgrove was my man of the match in the Barzy game when he came on. He looked great, so uh, I gave <laughs> him man of the match.
1: <laughs> but I, 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 yeah, I mean, well, whatever the system, I'm not. But it's just really listing those, what I you know, sort of one to eleven, who the best players that we've got are. And I would say that probably four of them were on the bench.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's obviously unprecedented times and the games are a lot closer together and all that, but you know, uh, we've got a week's rest after this game, haven't we on Saturday? We've got no game in midweek. So, you know, why not go go for it? Then give them a rest this week. Just don't, just don't train. Just don't train for a couple of days. Give them a bit of extra time (laughs) off training. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and, and so sort of, I think for, from my point of view, um, I think I said it on the last pod, if you go to Barnsley and just go with the, the mindset to set up shop and try and get a point, it will never work. Because as we all know, our ability to either defend leads or defend all, you what is it, 20, 21 points, 24 points this season from winning positions, we can't shut up shop. So we ain't going to be no. able to do it against an informed side for 90 minutes. So it, it didn't surprise me. I'm just surprised it was... Sir under Alex one.
3: Ferguson, by the way, the greatest manager of all time, said the best form of defence is attack. So yeah. just don't change it. Don't sit back on things. Keep going. Look for another goal. And if you don't get it, at least you've probably kept the ball a lot, lot more than you would have done if you were defending or just sitting <laughs> on a lead. Because if you've got the ball, they're not going to score. It's as simple as that. It really does mm. come down to small, basic things like that, and mm. I, I just think we lack confidence to be able to do that, or Karanka lacks confidence in his players to be able to do that. How do you think his players feel that he just constantly wants to sit back on everything? They're thinking, oh right, okay, you know it's it's not it's not great, uh, especially for the attacking players. You know it it really just ruins the flow of what what could be being built, you know, it's just really frustrating for me personally, but. Yeah. I think, I think,
0: I think our problems do delve deeper though and, and go back further than just this season, obviously, and I think it's eight games we've won in a year now. Well, it's, it's higher up as it's well. Over, it's, oh God, yeah, 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 but it's yeah. over 50. I think it's over 50 games and we've won eight. Yeah. Yeah. Which is just shocking and it? it's horrendous.
1: Yeah, that even and and yeah, I'll, I'll get destroyed for this, but fuck it, whatever. I mean, <laughs> under under Pep in the early days, as good a football I've seen at Blues for a long, long, long time.
0: Before before was, we be
1: before we went into lockdown, before we got into lockdown, when he actually had a job and they were supporting him, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and I'm I absolutely hand on heart if they'd have backed him with the money and with the, um. I guess the the propaganda that they give to to Karanka.
0: I think Pet, we finished Pet, we table. wouldn't be
1: in this position with him. No chance. Absolutely no chance. Because first and foremost, his belief was to play football. You watch that showerish shit on Saturday, and it's a disgrace to the club. because yeah. it, and, and you can't. It's like Karanka must be saying, "Keep your shape. Get rid. Keep they never shape, should have announced rid, him. Get up the pitch. Early, high line."
3: Huh? They never should have announced him leaving the club early. That was a massive no, mistake. No, that completely absolutely changed the not. season.
1: And, 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 and to be honest, Tom, that that's one of the reasons that I've got a massive problem with a lot of the players that are still playing for Blues now. Because whether the manager says he's going or not, have a bit of pride. This yeah. is your job. It's the club. They're custodians of a fucking club that's been going a long, long time. Well, they thought they were and safe. You know, it'll be going... Well, yeah, exactly. So they, they oh, downed tools the because there was mm. no repercussions. What, you know, what is this, a fucking nursery? Well, if, you don't, if you're not going to get told off, you don't have to put a performance in. Absolute shit. And, and, you know, you got Dean, who's the captain overlooking that, and that's why i got a problem. Mm. Not only yeah. is he bang average anyway, but that alone for me at the end of last season, I think any manager with anything about him looked at those games and said, right, who are the shit houses here? Who didn't want to know? Who didn't want to know when it was easy? I I can probably list about five of them, and they never play for the club again. It's mad ever. to think that if Dukie didn't equalise yeah,
3: against Charlton at the death, we'd be down. Like that's that's mad. To yeah, think. I mean,
1: I mean, and, and, and I definitely wouldn't put Dukie in that because Dukie was, he, you know, he, he never shirks it ever. No, I mean, no. I I think he's. I, I I question him now, if I'm being honest. It's not to say that he hasn't been a good player for the club. He has been. I massively respect what he's done, and he can 100% hold his head up high. And he—I wouldn't say he'll go down as a legend, but he's going to be one of those players that we will look back and say, "Do you know what? He was a proper Birmingham City footballer. He was." 100%. Have you seen
0: John? Have you seen a better player than him? And I keep saying this—I've never <clears> seen a better. I've never seen a better player than Djokovic at taking heady goals. No, have you ever I, seen a better player than that in a blue no, shirt taking heavy goals? were bad. He was all right. Ziggy's like not
1: bad. <laughs> um, I, you know, I mean, I'm mean, i going to go about. I mean, Claridge was a decent back in the day for his size. You know, he got his fair share. And you mentioned B- Big Kev earlier. But no, I, I think he was being serious in in football of this generation. If Djokovic, probably going back three years ago, was one of those players that you should really be building your attacking force around because you know... You know what he's going to give you. He's going to win probably 80% of the balls in the air. He's going to be deadly from balls into the box, from wide, from the byline. So you can build around it. How are you going to build play to get him in the game? Well, Rowett we started do, to do that, but... Yeah, yeah well, and, and Rower in but, fairness, you know, he, he, he's got... He made Donaldson look a player. What a king. But yeah. when, you know, when he, when he was like, you know... He didn't really pull up a lot of trees anywhere
0: else, but he was good for Blues. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah he was. Yeah, run, run, his, run his heart out for yeah, us. Yeah, he though. 100%. Uh,
3: sorry, Tom. No worries. I was just going to say, same for Jukie as Donaldson. Jukie was shit everywhere else he went, except Blues. But, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. I, think, I think for me, when Gary Monk came in with James Beattie, people forget that Che Adams, his top goal-scoring season for us before they come in, was seven goals. Yeah. And then yeah. he brings James Beattie in with him, and look at the difference in Djokovic, and look at the difference in Shea Adams. Yeah. And this is what we need now: we need some sort of guidance. Yeah. Co- they need to be coached properly, and I don't think they are.
1: I think that's a, you know, I
0: think that's and, an absolutely brilliant
1: point. Absolutely man, brilliant and,
0: point. And, 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 I, and, and, and I genuinely think as well that Djokovic, at the moment, he's been hung out to dry a little bit with these formations we keep playing because he's a four four two striker and nothing else. You get yeah. your you get your wingers to the byline, whip the ball in. That's Djokovic's game. That's his strength. Yeah, You know, and, and we don't do it. We don't well, do it, so... The, the thing is, <clears throat> Bella and
1: Sanchez aren't byline merchants. No. They're, not, they're good at... Every every delivery, you think about the goals that have come in for headers, it's cut back inside and then whip it in. They don't ever go to the byline, ever. You've got more chance of Colin and Pedersen whipping in balls well, from that's, the That's because, like,
3: you, you know, Bella's on the left and he's right-footed and Sanchez is on the right and he's left-footed. Yeah. Like. And
1: again, it, it's the... Karanka's better than everybody that's ever thought about how to play. And we never ever. swap
3: wings during no a game. Know. Rowett used to do that all the time with Gray and Cottrell and it worked. It worked yeah. very well. Yeah, but we we haven't done that once this season. Not but you, once. I mean,
1: yesterday in the uh, City United game, um, Wamba Saka had Sterling in his arse pocket for eighty minutes, and he ended up going on the other flank. Fair and why not? If you're not getting any joy, you don't. It's you no, know, it's not sort of painted by numbers. Just if you're a manager, spot where it's going wrong and either yeah. make a sub or switch them. Yeah. And, and this is it's just there's it just nothing I and mean, and this sort of no plan B. That there, there genuinely isn't. There isn't a plan B. And and I Paul, I totally agree with you. I think Juki has been hung out to dry, um, and I think that the, the knock on effect of, you know. Formations that don't suit him mean that he's banged down on confidence and he doesn't look like scoring. So in my in my view, if you've got a striker who don't score, it's a bit like having a salesman who can't sell. You know, you ain't going to last too long. No. Um, but is is that his fault? I would say probably, probably not 100%. Um, but But again, we've got games running out. And I genuinely can't see us getting a point in March. I mean, we've got three really tough games. And all of a sudden, you're into your Derbys, your
0: Rotherham's and your Forest. We've got to win all of them. Do you do you guys join me at the day of appointment? Let's take ourselves back to sort of like July, August, when he was appointed. Was you pleased? Yeah. 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 And he's got to be the biggest disappointment, really, as a manager, really. We, we look at, when you look at expectations at the start, you know... Um, yeah. It has to be the biggest, the biggest disappointment as a manager we've ever had, hasn't it? Really, when you look 100%. at what he, Agreed, yeah. but, but uh, I go back to what I've said a few times.
1: Everybody knows that Karanka's teams are built on solid defence. Yeah. So he's bought a keeper that he does worry me at times, but he's one of the best that we've had for for a while. So that's yeah. a tick in the box, yeah. without a doubt. He brought Friend in, who I really I think he's a proper, honest pro won't let you down, seven out of ten every game with his centre-half or left-back, perfect. Yeah. yeah. The rest of them that have been hovering around relegation for season after season after season, if he had a brain in his head, he said, right, certainly, I mean, how many goals did we ship after lockdown under PEP? Oh, frightening, I don't know. I don't know the number, but it's, it's so, not so you So basically saying, okay, I'll build my team around them and that right there is where it's all gone to ship. That's 100%. it. Yeah. What? What? You know why? If you, if you're, you know, ex fucking Real Madrid centre half, and he's saying that Dean and Roberts is the way forward. Fucking mm. hell! I mean, my nan, she's been dead ten years, and she won't be able to fucking say that. I mean, just yeah. it, it, it be beyond belief, beyond yeah. belief. And yeah. guess what? You keep saying you keep making the same choices. Nothing changes, and that's why we are where we are. And he'll keep picking them until he gets fired, and. I'll come on to this now. Tom, is it time? Whether they're going to do it or not, is it time? Do you think it would have an impact?
3: To be honest, I, um, you know, I'd have said sack him and bring in Paul Cook, but he's gone to Ipswich now, so uh, that's fantastic. Um, Who is there out there, realistically, that could actually get us out? Mate, I'll tell you what,
1: I'll I'll put this on pause. I'll go down the fucking high street, I'll pick anybody off the high street, and put him in the job, and they'll look at that and say, "Right, yeah, okay, well, who are your best players? Well, just play them then." Mm. You, you can't even do that. You, mm. you don't need a Paul Cook. Get fucking Thomas Cook. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> anyone,
0: anyone other than him. Unbelievable. Yeah. It is. It is baffling. I must admit. I mean, I think the most baffling thing he's done for me this season is when we go three-two down at Bournemouth and Hogan's on on a hat trick, and he pulls him off. <laughs> Oh god. Unbelievable. <laughs> it's... definitely
3: oh, he's got to go really. It's almost he's... like
0: it's almost like he's on like I don't know, it's almost like he's in reverse mode, isn't it? He's on he's doing the opposite to what he should do every time. What
1: what he is is completely and utterly resolute on what he thinks is right. That's mm-hmm. it. He's I mean, it's arrogance beyond belief that He can't look at it and say... I mean, at the end of the game, he said, well, I I can't help it if they're not going to shoot. If they're not going to shoot on target, I can't do anything about that. Mm. If you'd have put Halavich on for 40 minutes, do you reckon he'd have a shot on target? Yeah, fucking probably. Yeah. But he ain't going to get a shot on target sat on the bench, is he? No. And and it's... Every every excuse are created by him and he can't see it. So... Mm. uh, and, And after the... Um, the QPR game, I thought, okay, and me and and, and Tom and and the other Tom, we sat here and said, okay, the perfect storm now is can we turn a corner? Can we go and beat Rotherham? Get a bit of breathing space and, you know, take stock, stay up, keep him as a manager and try and get some stability in the club. That's exactly what we were saying after the QPR win. Yeah, exactly. Since, Since then, Every decision he's made, he's been culpable for performances and defeats, and because he'd had a run of however many before that little bit of decent form, a lot of people on social media saying, well, you wanted him to stay a couple of weeks ago, now you want him gone. Well, that was on the proviso that when we played Rotherham, we actually went, not not Rotherham, um, Barnsley, and and, and the game before, you know, we, we go into teams in and around us and we are going to try and take him on and, and get on the front foot. And, he, and he's just, yeah, he's not interested in doing that. Uh, and for me, that's just a, a massive, massive issue. So, Paul, where's your thoughts on him as a gaffer? And, and what, what would you do
0: from now to the end of the season? Well, I don't believe changing the manager every six months is the way forward. And obviously, we've, we've had that a lot over the last few years, certainly since Rarit's gone, um, you know, which is getting on for five years now. I mean, how many managers we have since Rowick now? If, if it's, it's a lot, and it's got to be seven or eight, isn't it?
3: Is we're we're approaching double figures?
0: <laughs> yeah, which is which is just really, you know, Shocky. you're not going to get any stability, and that unsettles players. Then, you know, they can't settle into anything really, can they? And they have to keep changing and managers come in. But I totally agree with what you said there, John, about you should have built it from the back to start with. I mean, the goalkeeper and George Friend, two very good signings. But then, you know, you'd like... I mean, I think Maxime Cody's a good right back. I think Pedersen. You know, he's not a bad left back either, to be honest, on his day. But you know, it's just—I it, don't know—it's just so frustrating, isn't it, really, when you think that how far we've fallen in just since right. Let's just go from since right was sacked. You know, it's—it's it's just you know. You, you, I, I thought we were getting somewhere under Gary Monk. You know, when we, when Gary yeah. Monk was here. Um that was a real disappointing sacking when that was announced. Um, but for me, moving forwards now, if he's not going to change, if he, you know, if he's not going to change, then. The only, I think, the only way we can stay up is is by replacing him, unfortunately. And I don't like to see managers lose their jobs, and I don't like to see, like I say, you know, the manager being changed every six months. But can you honestly see this guy keeping us up the way it's going? No, no, No. not at all. I think he has to go.
1: No chance. And 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 that was it. On that for me on Saturday, it it, for me. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna change. But you know, I hope you can. You know, yeah. If he stays and he keeps us up, great. But I'm not going to contradict myself and, and say anything other than we go to Barnsley, we shut up shop, we pick a side based around them, we go 1-0 down early in the second half. He makes no changes from a plan that was to get a draw and he's losing. And then he doesn't bring on, it. and again, a snapshot of probably, what, two hours of football. I think Alalovic could be the best player we've had for a long, 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 long time. He ain't going to do it on the bench and you've got to invest in it. And you don't have to play Halalovic, Leko, McGree, Terrell, flair players. I'm not saying play all of them, just play him. And if you've got a short-up behind him, fine. But just give somebody, and I've, I've made the comparison before, and he's nowhere near as good, but just from a, just making the points. You say to him, like Villa say to Grealish, just get the ball and do what you want to do because you're far yeah. better than any of these muppets that are on the pitch with you. And again, well, from Villa's point of view, he's proven he don't play. They're dog shit. They're dog <laughs> shit managed by a Walsall manager. That's what they are. Yeah. Of yeah. Off. yeah. <laughs> and, and, and blue and blues now are we've got a diamond that he won't play because he's shitting himself about losing. That's his problem. And, I just and from, think-
0: yeah, I sorry. just sorry John. I think football is just far too overcomplicated these days. Yeah, you yeah. know the, the picture, the size of the goals hasn't changed. Um you can go back twenty years. I mean, we had Martin O'Connor and Brian using in the midfield, we had John McCarthy down the right, Stan already down the left, and Jeff Worsfield and Dilly bowler up front, you know, and, and you had you had Brian use who could unlock a defense, he was a flair player, and you had Martin O'Connor who 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 did all the dirty work, you know, he'd yeah. take all the kicks, he'd win the ball for you you know, and then you get down the flanks and you whip the balls in for Dealey and horse, and, 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 you know, it was effective, wasn't it? Yeah. But unfortunate not to go up through the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
3: you know, it's, it's funny you kind of talk about that, how basic it was for Blues back then, but it, it worked so well. I actually watched a documentary yesterday on Nottingham Forest on, under Brian Clough. And I tell you what, considering he's regarded as probably one of the, you know, one of the best managers to have been in the English game, his tactics were so simple. So, yeah. so simple. 4 4 2, particular players that were good at a certain job. That was it. That was how it worked. And in five years, he got from Forest, you know, he got Forest from relegation zone ish in the Championship to winning the Champions League. Yeah. It can be that simple. And, and you've and just to, got to make it simple.
1: Yeah. And Tom, and I go back to the point of knowing your system and committing to it and not getting obsessed about, we'll play this way at home, This play. we'll play this way away, we'll change this formation if they're in form, we'll play this formation if they're not in form, and all that bollocks. And all of those Forest players, as soon as they left Forest for lots of money, they were shit. Because mm. the majority mm-hmm. were shit. Because they went into, I mean, Davenport went to United and scored no goals. You know, they are Birtles as well, he did nothing. You know, because when you're in that system... It's about exactly what you've just said, finding players that fit in the system. And you can't tell me, let's, um, again, Paul, you, you talk about maybe John McCarthy. Is Sanchez and Beth, Bella better, better technical players? They probably are. Yeah. I know I'd want him side at the moment. 100%. 100%. I mean, no, that's let's, it.
0: Let, let's go back to our best season since right was sacked, in my opinion, which was Gary Monk's season. You know, and, and, and just thank the Lord that he was in charge that season because that was the season we got deducted nine points.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: yep. You know, and, and you, you got Gary Gardner in the middle, um, you know, with, with David Davies or ball Gary Gardner was running forward. He was he was, he was was the second best player of the season, wasn't he? It was only Shay Adams' his goals that, that he missed out on it. And, you know, you got Hotter down the one side, you got Magoma down the left, and I think Hotter got 12 assists. And even Michael Morrison, he scored seven goals, didn't he, from the back? Yeah. Yeah, you know, and and it was just it was a joy to watch. Um, it was consistent. But, yeah. yeah, it was consistent. It was four four two. We didn't overcomplicate things. You had your, you know, you had your big target man with Shay Adams playing off him. I know the difference was we had a finisher, but we've got a finisher now. We've got Scott Hogan now who can yeah. finish. Yeah, you know, so look, just and, back to and, yeah. And Paul,
1: I mean, do, do you think? that Hogan would score the same amount of goals as Che did in that season if we'd have played the same sort of football?
0: Potentially, if he was coached properly, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, to be fair, some of the goals that Che scored, you know, I mean, it's a bit like what he scored at the weekend. I mean, they got the kids a serious talent, but on the majority of the occasions, they're just, you know, a lot of them just really good, cool finishes, which I think Hogan's definitely got the, the capability to replicate. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, we, we've had and we talked before we came on air, Paul. About you know, I think we've all, we've all spoke to a lot of ex-proper blues players, Martin O'Connor and and Roger Johnson and you know Darren Purcell, loads and loads of proper. And and it's sort of we're just overcomplicating it. Yeah, you know, it, 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 what what did he honestly think that Pedersen and Valerie were going to bring to the party as wing backs yesterday? <laughs> When was it? When, when, they, because they've never, they never play there. You know, no. they, he's asking people to do a job they never do.
3: Mm. If he wants to yeah. play that way, you bring in players that can fucking play that way. It's as yeah. simple as that. You don't try and convert other players to no. play that way. No, you bring in the players that you want to fit a system that you want. So why not do that? Otherwise, you have to look and say, are you really buying the players? And he'll say, yeah. oh yes, of course, of course, they choose the players. But no, like, uh, come on, mate. <laughs> At the end of the day, if, if you want to play that system, you have to buy the right players. You know, you look at Wolves, they played five at the back of the season, they went up, they bought in the right players, and off, and off they went up with that yeah. system.
1: Uh, so. And I've ne- I've never been one to, and I've always cringed, and I can't actually believe I'm going to say it, but when managers are in the shit, and, or teams are in the shit like we are, you tend to get sort of a, a selection of fans saying, you know, Get an ex player in, or get you know, get somebody who knows the club in. And I've always gone, Yeah, well, are they qualified to go in? I think where we are at the moment, there is a squad of players there that just need go 4 4 2. You say to your fullback, You do this going forward, you do this going backwards. You say to your right midfielder, You do this going forwards, and you do this going backwards. And I actually think we've got a better chance, like, doing that than what we're doing at the moment. And telling totally somebody se- telling somebody in centre midfield,
3: pass the ball. Pass
1: yeah. I'd the much ball rather have to Paul the, guy in the and Gardner,
3: care. the badge tappers, in charge right now. I, I,
1: I, and do you know what, Tom? I would... I would... Mm. I, I'd, yeah. I'd rather go down with a bit of oomph than a bit of, you know, like, you know, the Lee Clark sort of, you yeah. know, passion than this... Insipid bollocks that he's just trotting out the same lines, the same excuses that he is 100% Valuable. responsible for. Just, it's just, it's just nothing. It's nothing. Mm. And, and, it's and probably, you know, I, yeah. I, I just, I mean, what, what do you think, Paul? I mean, if, if he did go, uh,
0: how, how would you play it? It's a tough one, isn't it? Um, I mean, like. Who would want the job, really? I mean, at the moment, it's got to be a poison chalice, hasn't it? Looking at it, you know, from the outside, if you if you're not connected to the club and you've seen us have eight managers in the last five years, you know, you're going to say to yourself, "That's where, that's what I want to do." You know, next in my career, um,
3: <laughs> you know. <laughs>
0: um, and also, as well, I don't, I don't think Dungy's going to sack him because I think potentially his neck could be on the block then as well. Yeah, because it's he's Dung got to be. Last last, chance, this is surely got to be his last chance alone as well. Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah. Um, but to answer your question. I would be all for giving someone like Robbo a chance. I really would. You yeah. know, he's, he's, he's he's at home at the moment, obviously. And, you know, he's, he's he's starting his, up his own business, but I'd love to see him come back and, and, and be given a chance. But, you know, whoever comes in though, I do worry about interference, you know, from, a, from, from the boardroom on the football side too much. And, you know, whoever comes in, just let them, let them get on with the job and let them do it to the best of their abilities without the interference. And, there's part of me that thinks that's why Pep Guardiola went, and potentially why Monk fell out with Dong as well. Yeah, um, I don't know that for a fact, but just as an outsider looking in, that's the way it looks to me. You yeah. know, because because Rabbit and Monk weren't sacked for footballing reasons. That's a fact, isn't it? It's got to be. Oh, I'd, a bit. I'd yeah, gamble yeah, I mean, on um,
3: Ginger Judas at this point. I genuinely would. I'd take Alex McLeish back because oh no. I uh, the Ginger yeah, I Judas. <laughs> um, no, hundred percent. I'd honestly take Alex McLeish back to have a go with this squad because I think he'd get more out of it than yep. Karanka would. I think, he'd yeah, I, I think he would be phenomenal. I think he would be well beating but it'd do better.
0: No, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But would Gary Monk come back? I mean, I don't think he would while Dong's here, but no. let's say Dong and Karanka go. We get a new CEO and and Gary Monk, would he come back? You Maybe. Know, I'd be all for that as well. I think 100%. the thing
1: is, I mean, we just need, I'm not, I'm not going to go into details, but. You know the, the reason Monk left or allegedly he left was all around obviously Jude and, and everything else. And if there's any, would truth in that, I would you trust him.
3: Because that kind of no, came I wouldn't, from... mate. Uh,
1: I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. But all I'm saying is, if there's a, if there's any truth in it, I wouldn't want him anywhere near of that course, club yeah. ever again. If there's no if there's no truth in it, I thought he I, a bit like Robert. I thought he completely got what we we're about, and I really mm. enjoyed him as a manager at Blues. So yeah. you know, all I'm saying is I don't know what the truth is, and um, one or the other, I'd be, I'd be, pass- I'd be as passionate either way, of him coming in or never seeing the club ever again. But I yeah. don't know what that is, um, yeah. and and I, and I just think on the on the Robo front, absolutely. I mean, Kevin Kevin Phillips again. He's got his badges. Players like that that can come in. Big Zig. Well, mate? It, it, I take Ziggy Marley. Anyone, fucking <laughs> anyone. It's just, yeah. it's. I, I mean, I, I would genuinely. I, I, t- the time now is it, it, he's got to go, and if he went today, I'd say thanks for the opportunity. Take every, or take everybody that you brought into the club. Take them away, um, and then let's just get some hardcore blues people in that in that dressing room. To as give many football shake.
3: people yeah. as possible.
1: Yeah, and just say, right, if you didn't know, we're in the fucking shit, and you all need to step up, and this yeah. is the way we're going to play from now until the end of the season. Because if mm. we don't do that, you know, I would... I'd, I'd give us... If Karanka's there from now until the end of the season, I'd say we've got a 10% chance of saying up, and that's being generous.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, Lee Boya who's doing a great yeah. job at Charlton under the circumstances.
1: But again, Paul... Yeah. Would, with he he's got he's actually forged a decent career I, I think with Robbo it's a it's a free role in it I don't and think Lebo
3: be... you will go up with Charlton this season so I actually think he'd be happy to take the gamble uh because yeah. Charlton's season started well but they've kind of fallen off a cliff halfway through so um Lebo yeah if there was any time to get him now's your best chance
1: yeah well I I I, I think that with with a, a lot of what I would class as a permanent appointment, because I don't think you know you bring Robbo in or or whoever it may be from now until the end of the season to get some sort of a reaction. I think then after that, you know, if they do a good job, then there's a conversation to be had. But I think you've both made the point, and you're right. It, it's it's dong. It's it's everything above that because yeah. if you're trying to do your job with your hands tied behind your back, and and you know that a lot of the players that <clears throat> we've mentioned today. That are getting a game, you know, is it based on wages? Is it based on? It's got because it, it can't be based on football capability because a lot of them are dog shit for weeks and weeks and weeks. And the players that have, have shown signs, like McGree, like Alalovic, <clears throat> those sort of players, and, and Jake Clark Salter, those three should be in, and just should be in anyway. Yeah. So. Maybe yeah. there, is, there is more to it. Um, Just quickly
3: as well, by the way, you, you think about, if you could compare Karanka's style, you kind of think about the Zola era a bit. Um, but I think with the Zola era, you could actually see the football a little bit clearer, which is quite mad to say. Um, you know, we lost games, but you could see what we we're trying to do. However, um, you know, Z- you look at all the managers that have left, Zola was the only one that actually resigned. Yeah. And there was three games left to go of the season. Dong was not going to get rid of him. No. That's the scary thing. And you think we kept on, if we kept Zola on, do you think we'd have stayed up that season? Because I don't.
0: No. I no. don't think we would have. Well, would you? Here's so, w- a question for you both, though. Would you take relegation to get a rebuild, to get, like, say, new owners, new board, you know, a fresh start, a complete new broom? Would if you that was rid-
3: guaranteed, then yes. 100%.
0: John? Um... <clears throat> I think
1: I probably would. Mm. Um, I, I think there's a. We spoke to again. Spoke to a, a few people, sort of that were used to be behind the scenes at Blues, uh, and it's obvious Dong's an absolute fucking lunatic. You know, Richard yeah. Beal
3: said he would take relegation to the conference to get Dong ran yeah. out. So right. I mean, right. you know that that's someone who's worked alongside him as well. So I think and, that says it all.
1: And you know. Me, me and Paul were talking before we, we before we came on, before we, you joined us, Tom. And uh, we're a similar age. And yes, I want to go and see Blues win. And yes, I want to see him play at a high standard. But first and foremost, I'm a Blues fan. I just love watching him play. I yeah. haven't got any. I don't any... care
3: how we win, just that I, we win.
1: But, but, I, but I, have, I haven't got any, you know, I'm not like the arseholes up the road. I know where we're at. I know what it's about, and it's something bigger than just... It's, just, it's bigger, it's hard to explain. Yeah, and that's why I'm a Blues fan. And I don't really give a shit if we're in the bottom half of League One, as long as you've got a team that's committed to the cause that are trying to play football, and it sort of makes sense. Everything at the moment makes no sense. The manager's shit, the team aren't performing, he's playing the wrong players, and the guy above him, is a lunatic. So, <laughs> do I want do want to do I want to get rid of all of that? One hundred percent, I do. Do I want to kick the can down the road for another season? I don't. I, I, no. I don't. I don't want to go to Blues. And what I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. When Route was there, it wasn't exactly Bra- Brazil nineteen seventy. It wasn't, no. but no. it was effective, and not it was not them, and it was passionate, and it was. You you go to Saint Andrews more often than not, expecting to see a performance and a victory that's what you're expecting. So if I can go to blues expecting that whether it's in league 1 or the championship I'm not really fucking asked but what mm. I don't want is this this car this just circus of bullshit that we get in week after week after week where the same choices are being made same mistakes are being made the same excuses are being made and enough's enough enough's mm. enough so but yeah the whole lot I'd have to go for me.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean there is the worry of you know, going doing a Bolton and a War of Wigan, isn't that? But at the same time, I look at the teams in the Premier League, even that have been in League One in recent years. Yeah. Lots so Leicester, Leeds, Wolves. You know, yeah. so it, it, sometimes it takes it's good to take uh, a few Sheffield steps United. back to take four forwards in it. Yeah,
1: yeah, and, and you know, you look at sites teams like Portsmouth who are now, you know, almost owned by the fans and a completely different model and, you know, a different way of of managing a club. Now, I wouldn't necessarily say we need to go to that sort of revolution point, but we, we do need somebody at the helm that, you know, if if my, my worry is if we go down and this gets, it gets shitty, I just don't trust these owners. I mean, you, you know, we could be without a ground, you know, the whole yeah. thing could go really bad. Exactly. Um, yeah. And that's, that would be my... The
3: is awful, I think. I mean, that would be my
1: one caveat to all of it. Um the do, do I want do I want relegation and the and the and the potential risk of not having a home ground? Then definitely not. No. I'd, I'd rather stay with it how it is. But if it was a clean sweep and they said, right, we don't want to be involved anymore, and you had a sort of a same sort of package that you know the the Golds and, and Sullivan came in with, then absolutely I would want that. Um and, and we don't need, and again, you know, we, Tom, you mentioned earlier about Forest If you've got the right manager, you don't need shitloads of money. No, no you,
0: don't. you don't? Yeah. yeah. and, and think, Sorry, mate, come on. You mentioned Sullivan there and, and the Golds, and I think back to Blackburn at home when we got relegated and everyone was coming on the pitch singing sack the board, you know. Yeah. And, you know, you do have to be careful what you wish for. And the same goes with yeah. this board as well, you know, because it could get worse because They've they put money into the club. I will say that, but they're probably just give it to the wrong managers. Um, and at the moment, for me, the biggest problem at the club is the CEO. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and I, I would accept the same board with a new CEO. Possibly, yeah. you know. That so might, would that I. Might, that would be, that might be the way forward.
1: Yeah, and and <clears throat> he he's proven over. I mean, Christ, the, the WM interview. I mean. <laughs> it's God <laughs> my, it is, oh, you can't You can't... It could only be Blues. It could only be Blues. I mean, he uh, gave it the big one, just that, you know, he's a CEO of a business, and he thought it was impressive that he knew his numbers. Well, that's what your job right, is. He just
3: threw numbers at Blues. Yep, and the reality is,
1: off. he's cost the holding company a shitload of money because he was giving figures that weren't even published. They weren't in like, any sort of registered or audited accounts. One of
3: them was false
1: as well, by exactly. the way. So... <laughs> And the one thing about, I would say, these owners, if they have somebody that's directly costing them a lot of money, I can't see that that's going to be a long-standing relationship. And I think he's probably done himself more damage in that interview than presiding over a load of shit managerial um, appointments. If I'm being brutally honest, so mm. yeah, I mean, he's he's done, he's done. I mean, they 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 ain't they ain't going to be stupid. I, I think his time is very much very much limited. Um, but yeah, there the, there've been lots of, I mean, West Ham, West Ham fans, how long ago were they wanting the golds out? They fucking, mm-hmm. They're saying that now. They don't
3: know, yeah.
1: <laughs> and, and, you know, you, or I'll never forget, you know, when Kerbishley was at Charlton, they, they were always taken as far as we can go. You're right yeah. then. Leicester with O'Neill, same. There's so many clubs that are beyond, I think they've got a very high opinion of themselves. I haven't, as a Blues fan, I haven't got a high opinion of what we are because I don't mm. really give a shit. As long as I can go and watch them, I don't care. It's about, mm. it's, like I said, it's about more than football. But what I don't want is people taking the piss out of the club, and that's what's happening at the moment. And that's why I'm out. I'm done. I've had enough. I mean, when when they sat, um, I never watched one game under Zola. Didn't you? No, didn't watch one game under Zola because the way that you know when when Rowett was canned. Um, it's a complete disgrace when, when uh, Monk went albeit that obviously the news around him again, I don't know but you know I, I will just say well this isn't the club that I, I recognise and he's it, getting to that point now so mm. I, I just hope that whether it be a massive turnaround in performances or they sack him one of the other has to happen but I, unfortunately I, d- I don't think either will. You missed a <laughs> treat with
3: Wolves away You are you missed a treat with wolves away.
1: Well, and I, I
0: just—it it was just a joke. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, Sorry. I think the problem with Zola was he was trying to get average championship players to play like Real Madrid when he was never going to happen. Yeah. Mm. Never going to happen with the players we had. And, and once he once that obviously came to fruition, he didn't know what else to do, did he? Really?
1: No. Um, and 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 I, I just hope that down the line we do take a. a Sort of a you would look, look at sides like Barnsley and their appointment of a manager and say you haven't got to be a name. Certainly in the cha- in the well, championship, you
0: haven't got to be a name. I mean, look at look at Brentford as well, John. At the moment, I yeah. mean, we we ra- we raided them a few years ago for their best, supposedly their best three players. That went look. well. <laughs> uh, you know.
1: I take the striker now that we should have signed. Um, but
0: look, but, but that, that would that would be heaven, wouldn't it? If he came in with even with their manager as well.
1: Yeah, but but again,
0: how many goals would he score? Well, if he came and worked for Karanka, then you well, exactly,
1: to... exactly. I mean, he could make anybody shit. I'm absolutely
0: <laughs> convinced of that. I'm <laughs> convinced of it. You have to ask yourself where we got Middlesbrough promoted, then, though, don't you? At the same time,
3: it wasn't from many goals up front. I've said this before. You know, their the, their top scorer all season was David Nugent, their striker, but he scored eight goals.
0: Yeah, uh, is that right? Is that right?
3: Yeah, eight right. goals. Right. Yeah, eight goals yeah. from their top scorer in their promotion season, which means. Karanka's style of play needs goals from all over the pitch. And we do not have that whatsoever. No. At all. I mean, nowhere near, not even close.
1: As of, I mean, if you say yesterday, um, Saturday was a three, five, two, the five midfielders, but I know, okay, Valerie's only just come in. So that's probably a little bit harsh. Between those five midfielders, none of them have scored. And one of them have got an assist. And we went there to win. Absolute fucking bollocks. Yeah. End of story. That's, that's yeah. it right there. I think that it, sums it up for me as well. It does. that, Can you? It does. It does. Right. Well, that that's. Uh, I think it might be time to wrap it up before I have a heart attack. Yeah. Um, but Paul, thank you so much for for joining us, mate, and good luck with everything you're doing. And uh, hopefully, Thanks, I'll man. see you see you for a beer. I just bit do quickly food.
3: predictions and then uh, um, wrap it. Just quick score predictions. What? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, um, go on, you kick it off, mate. 3
3: 1 Bristol City. There we go, done.
1: That is shocking result. They lost a QPR, yeah, didn't they?
3: They did, yeah, but Pearson will still have a field day against us, let's be honest.
1: Yeah. Um, Paul, thoughts? 2 1 Blues.
3: <laughs> well, we can pray.
1: <laughs> um, if Alalevich doesn't play, we will lose. If he plays, we've got a chance. That's it. And if he doesn't play, pick a number, two or three. And if, he, and if he plays, and he plays Harper, plays Clark Salter, plays players that can actually play football, we're a match for anybody and we've proved it all season. Maybe not necessarily in, you know, mentioned Norwich earlier, best team for an hour by a mile. You know, we've, got a, you know, we've beaten good sides this season, but unfortunately, if you don't play your best players, you ain't going to get your best performances. So, if he doesn't play Alavich,
0: absolutely no chance. Exactly. Uh, that, sorry, John, that Norwich game has got to be the worst one for substitutions killing it for us. Oh,
3: ever. E- yeah. Easily.
0: Well,
1: mate, on, honestly, you, you... And it did get to the point. I mean, I, I watch most of the games with my, my two, two lads. And when he, when we're going to make substitutions, you pick the players that, are, that, in your view, are least likely to come off that you would never take off. Fucking takes them off. Takes them off every single yeah. time.
0: Yeah, yeah. Every single time.
1: and the players that should come on, like Halalevich, on Saturday when it's only one. If it was three nil and we're losing, there is no point. But if, nah. it's there, if it's there for the taking with half an hour to go, you put the lad on who's played for uh, Barcelona and Real Madrid. Any any ideas? Maybe that's a good idea. It's insanity. It's fucking insanity. So what's
3: your score prediction then, jam
1: Okay, for no Hilalovic. i say we're going to lose 2-0. Uh, if Hilalovic plays any part in the game, I think we can get a draw. Maybe one of
0: these. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Fair enough. I, I mean, I, I was hoping that we'd turn a little corner after, you know, the, the two wins. Two wins out of three recently. You <laughs> So know? did I. Yeah. Um, and I don't think we were that bad. I mean, attacking-wise, we were non-existent, really. But apart from the last five, ten minutes. But overall... I don't think you know. We've been a lot worse than what we was at Barnsley, haven't we? This season, in other games?
3: Oh, definitely. It was one moment of quality, the only moment of quality in the entire game that won it for them. That was it.
0: Yeah, yeah, but yeah. There's always the hope, but it's the hope that kills you, isn't it? Pretty it, it, much. I <laughs> uh, like I said. I
1: I think most most Championship sides that play Barnsley, if they play their most defensive team and set up with nine men behind the ball, they, they will struggle to score. So, if you've got no intent of doing anything going forward, then you should be able to keep a clean sheet or limit chances. 100%, um, yeah, he's just, he's just scared shitless of, uh, you know, having any sort of attacking intent. And where we are at the moment, draws ain't going to save us. That's no.
0: the, the fact of life at the moment. Yep. Yeah. Right. But we, def- but we definitely need to simplify it, don't we? We need to simplify it and stop overcomplicating things. 100%, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just pick
1: our best players. It, you know, it's... It, 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 yeah, if he can do that, we've got to squeak, haven't we? So. I've said it
0: two
3: weeks on the trot now. Mike Bassett, four, four, fucking two. That's it, done.
1: Yeah, well, I would say there's absolutely no chance of, of that. Unfortunately, <laughs> we, we will see. So, Paul, thanks, thanks very much for joining us, mate. Cheers. Really, really appreciate it. Good luck with everything I said. Hopefully, grab a beer with you down down the blues and the not too distant Thomas Ever. Top stuff, mate. And yes. Uh, Th- thanks for everything. So um, thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, please remember, leave comments, rate what you see. I really appreciate it. Um, big few games coming up. Um, and who knows? Let- let's hope there's a club statement between now and then. But between now and then, thank you. And stay safe and keep right on.
2: Sports Social Podcast Network.
3: It's the 90th minute. All your mates are around, you've got your McNuggets share box ready to go, your mates are already booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times delivery
0: fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com.